This is HPR episode 2902 entitled Star Drifter RPG Playtest Part 04 and is part of the series Tabletop Gaming. It is the 60th anniversary show of Lost in Bronx and is about 55 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Lost in Bronx and Friends Playtest a new original RPG system. Today's show is licensed under a CC0 license. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello, this is Lost in Bronx, also known as David Collins Rivera. And this is part four of the Star Drifter role-playing game playtest. This week we had Klaatu, Taj, Bryn, and Brian. Last time we covered the combat rules of the game, hit points and stamina, which basically is a reflection of how much damage your character can take before they die, and we talked about equipment. We had a very limited list of armor, gear, and weapons. Basically, I only created what we needed for this particular playtest with the idea that future versions, I would just add more stuff as we needed it. We talked about money, and the money in this game is a unit called the Q. I have one Q, two Q, three Q. Q is always singular, it's never plural. Everybody had a character that they'd already rolled up, So there was no need to roll one up as a demo right then and there. We did go through that entire process, reading through the rules. It was established, once we started playing, that the characters are a company. That is to say, they're an actual incorporated body called the Dodgers. But a company, in this case, is also a euphemism for basically a mercenary group. A group of people who... Well, maybe they do actual mercenary work with guns and fighting and such, but basically you can incorporate yourself as a company and specialize in anything. In their case, they're not sure exactly. They consider themselves troubleshooters, kind of still finding their specialty. Now, the characters were on their way somewhere. They were in cold passage, meaning basically suspended animation, aboard a large passenger ship, And suddenly they get woken up. They find they are not where they intended to go. They're, in fact, on a small space station called a high dock. The space station is in Dreyer system, and the high dock is called Jump Out. They were woken up because something went wrong with their job. They were supposed to be going to a really big contract, a mercenary contract, in another star system. But there was a message waiting when the ship arrived here. And the message was basically, uh, yeah, sorry, we had a company shakeup and all our current jobs have been canceled. All the projects are canceled. You guys are on your own. So they were on their way somewhere and find themselves stranded in the middle of nowhere, effectively, with no job, no prospects, and very little money. So when we pick this episode up, the characters are sitting in a restaurant trying to figure out what they're going to do. 
they're up on the high dock, jump out, and they're just sitting there having something to eat, having something to drink, and feeling a little bit sorry for themselves. So um, here you are. You guys are drinking. You're eating. You're not going hungry, but you're at loose ends. Now, is there some? Is uh, I assume that there's some type of network that I could hook a comm to, to see what the uh, yes, just local traffic, local. If there's any type of, I don't know, classifieds, something like that. Yeah, there. Yeah, there are tons of them. I mean, and they range from stuff that's right here on this high dock to stuff that's on the main space station, which is. Uh, only a couple hours away by shuttle and stuff that ranges throughout the entire star system. There are, I won't even say pages. There's, it's like a phone book worth of advertising, you know, for jobs and things like that. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for, how far you're willing to travel. Nice. I mean, tons and tons and tons of it. Just as a general rule, there are public networks almost everywhere you go. If there isn't one, I'll tell you then. But there are public networks almost everywhere you go in the civilized space. And public networks basically allow you to make phone call, like local communication calls, video or, or audio calls, either to each other or other people if you know their number. There are more or less like boards on there that you can get information like this with the job offerings. There's news. There's always news. Sometimes if you're like on a planet, there'll be weather. Otherwise, they rarely even bring it up here, you know, unless there's some sort of planet that you can go to. Weather never comes into it. But occasionally, solar weather might matter. It depends on the star system. You can do shopping. You can, oh, there's tons and tons of stuff. Basically, ask me if you can do it, and I'll let you know. Okay, So. so there obviously is probably a board that we tend to get our jobs from. I'd like to look at that and see what's important. No. Not necessarily, or if there is, it's never going to be the same kind of thing from place to place. A lot of times these things are either recommended by people you know, social engineering, or you actually have an agent, and this agent procures jobs for you. You can send a message to your agent. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. Okay, uh, your agent is not in this star system. That's going to cost you. How much is it going to cost? Are you inquiring? Yes. Okay. That is going to cost you... It's going to cost you 48Q to send a message back to the star system where you were. But that includes a, uh, a reply. I wonder if any one of us with social engineering would know someone more local. Like, I think me and Brian at least have social engineering. Taj, do you have social? I was going to say, since I'm like a stationer and that's where I spent most of my time. I have social engineering and I have bureaucracy. Maybe try to find out if I know like, oh, this is kind of how stations work and we need to find this guy. I don't know who this guy is, but we need to find the guy that does this job. Yeah, because I, I, I'm i not forking out 48Q. 48. Q. 48. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's expensive. Interstellar messages can be expensive. So, yeah, you absolutely tell me what you want to want to try to do first off probably i would think you'd want to go through regular channels to start with or try to that would be bureaucracy give me a bureaucracy roll i got an 11 and my bureaucracy is 11 you got it you got it it's not there are no penalties on this this is all public information there is an organization or i should say an, an agency that's probably a better way to put it 
on Station Maltese, not not this high doc, but on Station Maltese that does work with people like you, does work with companies. You can contact them and try to try to see if they will take you on as a as a client. Just because you have an agent doesn't mean you can't have a second one. And you can see the way that works. They usually work on commission, meaning if you get a job through them, they'll take a piece of it, but you don't usually have to pay up front. So that's a thing you can do that's that takes time and probably an interview. It's letting you know. How how difficult is it going to be to travel to that other station? And or how how easy is it to send a message since it's in system? Oh, it's easy. It's free. You can send them a message. You won't necessarily get a reply right away, but you can try. Do you want to try it? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. The connection picks up, and it's very clearly an AI secretary. This is a video message, I'm assuming, unless you want – and it doesn't really matter either way. But it's clearly an AI. Most regulations, if you're talking to an AI, it has to be obvious that they're not a human being. This one has sort of a cartoony look, and the voice is a little bit echoey. And so it's clearly not a human being, but it otherwise has a human personality. Hello. How may I help you? Yeah, we kind of got stranded in the system, and we're trying to figure out. I got a company with me. Just We'd like to do some odd jobs, trying to figure out if we can get an agent to represent us kind of in this system, kind of get us on our feet. Well, we're not, as far as I know, we are not taking on new clients at this time, new representation. But I can put you to speak to one of our representatives who would know for sure is my information is not exactly current. If you would like to hold on, I can put you through. That would be fantastic. Okay. So you wait and you wait and you wait. And finally, you know, there's like a, you know, please stand by type of image in your face. And then finally a guy comes on and he's kind of a fat, sweaty guy who needs a shave. Yeah. What can I do for you? Yeah, uh, we're basically trying to get some representation out here in the system. We kind of got dumped off by our previous employer. We're trying to uh, see if there's anything we can do to make a little cash while we're in town. Uh, that's rough, right? That's really rough. What do you do? What, what do you guys, you guys specialty? What do you do? We got a hodgepodge. We're, we're pretty good at uh, getting out of situations and uh, doing some technical work. And, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I mean, it just depends on kind of. What you're looking for. I mean, I'd like to know what kind of skills we could bring to what you need. Uh, I'm not going to be talking about what we need. Don't talk to me about what we need. We need what we need. You tell me what you can bring to me. That's the way this works. I tell you what I need. You might figure out who it is that needs it from me, and you go to them directly. So that's not how that works. See? You see how that works? No, that's a, that's a, that's a fair thing. I mean, you got to protect yourself. I understand that. And I don't know you. You understand? I don't know you. Also fair. Also fair. Yeah, we got some work. We got some work, but I'll uh, I'll I got to talk to people in person, and I got uh, you got to talk to my boss. Uh, I can set up an appointment for next week. You sure you don't have anything any sooner? I mean, we'd like to get to work right away if you got something. Yeah, I'm sure you do, but I, you're not getting any jobs until we talk to you. And I got a position next week. Now, if you want to roll social engineering, maybe you can con- cajole them into it. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Oh, I just missed. Yeah, okay. Look, man, I'll tell you what, I'll make I'll I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you. Um what is it? It's uh it's a 4-day now, 4-day. That's a Wednesday to you and me. Um okay, um call me back on uh 6-day. Six 6-day six this time, 6-day. And we'll get you in, maybe get you a job right then and there. All right, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, all right.
cuts the call. No ceremony. Well, that's something, though. You just got to stall for a couple days. Don't really want to do that. Nor do I. We could get the lay of the land, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know, maybe try to make our way over to the space station early. I don't know how more expensive it is. Can we find out how expensive it is to stay on the station versus here? It's a tough thing to tell, but if you're checking, you know, because that's kind of a nebulous sort of thing about various costs, but you get the sense that probably you're going to be spending a little bit more for accommodations. You're going to be spending a little bit more for food, you know, so 5Q per day roughly is what you'd need to spend here. But over there, it might be seven to eight, maybe nine, depending on what you do. I think it's probably worth it. I, I imagine there's going to be more stuff over on the station than there is here in terms of opportunity. Is that Would that would I think that that would be accurate, Lost in Bronx? Well, there's more people there, so it seems yeah. like a reasonable assumption. And if it's more expensive, if overall the cost of living over there is more expensive, probably there's more opportunity. I mean, that's what I would assume. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I, I, I vote. Yeah, let's go. Okay. There are regular shuttles on the hour to Station Maltese. And I assume this is what you guys are doing? Yes, for me. Yeah. yeah. Yes? Okay. Got here one. It only costs one queue to ticket there. It's not a round trip, but it's a one queue ticket. Okay. Very cheap. It's like the a bus ride, basically. And uh, it takes two hours to get there. Very uneventful. Nothing special, and they don't offer you any in-flight treats or anything like that. It's just sitting there, and you're stuck with a lot of working-class people. You also see a lot of business types who are clearly from out of the star system. They're they're here strictly to do business. You see rich people or people that dress well. Let's put it that way. People that dress well rubbing shoulders with just regular working-class folk. I want to pick out one well-to-do person at random. Okay. And I want to, um, I just want to keep an eye on them. And when we disembark, I want to follow them. Oh, okay. You see, let me, one, it's a woman, middle years. She looks, she's dressing well. She's got a business suit on and this is not a cheap business suit. She has someone with her, appears to be an assistant of some sort. And she seems extremely comfortable in her chair. That is to say, she doesn't seem to be revolted by the fact that she's sitting next to some, you know, oily-looking rock miner or something like that. This seems pretty normal to her. Cool. Yeah, I'll just. I, mean, I want to see where she, where where the. I want to see where rich people go on the station. I want to find out where they hang out. Okay. Anybody else doing anything? There's not a lot to do here, but. This is an opportunity. Uh, maybe find out more about this station. Okay, yeah, the network applies here too. You, you know, Station Maltese is an older station. It's probably close to 110 years old. It's of an older design, but it's supposed to be in really good shape, safety-wise. It has about two and a half million people who live on it, but that number changes rapidly depending on the type of industry that's hot. They've had some recession in the past. They're not in one right now. It's actually economically, they're doing really good around here right now. But in the past, they've had some downturns in the economy and things like that. Just as a, a, a general point of interest, 
Brayer system, which is where you are, the star system, is in the heart of Ain space. You're in the heart of the alliance here. You're not near any of the borders or anything. It does have well-to-do people. It's got a lot of working-class people. It's also got some poverty. Checking the news and kind of, you know, making a guess here and there. It looks like there might be some crime on the station. Maybe a little bit more so than the high dock, but that may be because people live there as opposed to the high dock where they come and go really rapidly. Tough to say. Tough to say. It's a, it is a big place. A lot of fortunes are being made right now. Anything in particular you want to know? or Fortunes in? Fortunes in heavy industry, metals, and they don't do fine manufacturing or a lot of it here. There is actually a great deal of mom-and-pop manufacturing here. You have – what skills do you have? I'm sorry. What skills do you have? Computer. Computers, yeah. Give me a computer roll, please. No modifier. Eight. An eight, and that, that's successful? Yes. Okay. You get the impression – this is one odd thing. This does stand out. This is probably the, the one main thing that stands out here. You don't see an awful lot of large corporations present here. There's a few here and there, especially like food food chains and things like that. But when it comes to major industry, much of it is locally owned. Or if it's a consortium, it's a local one, not part of like major corporations or super corporations. There isn't an awful lot of that here. And that is unusual. Okay. Does that speak to criminal? Could. It could. Okay. Almost certainly almost certainly it's an opportunity for criminal behavior. That seems to jive with the guy we were talking to because he, he didn't want us to know anything about the people who that he does like he's getting jobs for. So it seems like there's some secrecy going on. Yeah. Basically, there's a lot of money changing hands here. There's a lot of fortunes being made, a lot of people coming and going, but you don't see the big corporations here. You're not seeing that. So, so we probably want to sell ourselves as as discreet professionals that would probably be the the best way to get in on people's good graces yeah yeah seems like a laundry to me but that's just in the back of my head as in money laundering that's a business right yeah could could be yeah yeah that's a business some people make money at that that's a business money's shaked in hand but not really a lot of uh, product yeah (laughs) to give you a bit of perspective Depending on where you are in the galaxy, drugs may or may not be a problem simply because many of them are legalized and controlled, but legalized. Other parts of the galaxy, it's very, very different. Here, you don't, you haven't specifically told me what you're looking into drug-wise and contraband and things like that, so you don't really know this place very well. Remember, you weren't going to stop here, so you didn't do any advanced research about this place. But in other places you've been to in this region of the Alliance... Drugs aren't usually a big criminal enterprise simply because they are generally legalized and controlled. So if there's nothing else, the rest of the trip happens without incident, and you arrive on Station Maltese. You have to go through the same sort of situation when it comes to the customs cops and and the uh, ident stuff to get on. They are definitely paying more attention than the guys at the high dock did. But the operation or the procedure is essentially the same. And since nobody told me that they're trying to smuggle anything through, you will get through without any problem. But they are, one thing is obvious. You don't even have to roll for it. It's obvious that they're paying 
more attention here than they did there. I'm gonna need to go on. Uh, sorry. Uh, wish I could stay, but enjoy. No problem. Thank you so much for helping me out. I really appreciate it. Yeah, have a good evening. You too. Okay, so you guys have arrived at Station Maltese. It's an urban feel to this place, definitely. It feels like a like a mill town almost has that feeling, you know. So you have uh, some really wealthy people here. You also have a lot of working class people, and uh, they're coming and going. They're all over the place. There are guides that you can, you know, like automated guides that you can call up either through your comm systems if you have one, or there's there's all sorts of information displays here and there you can in other words getting lost here isn't that easy to do it, you always pretty much have a a roadmap of the entire station so basically the station tell me where you want to go and go from there what do we want to do first do we want to find a place to to live to rent or well, actually want to... yeah i wanted to i want to follow my mark oh that's um, right to yeah. see where she's going because i just want to get a feel for like where the wealthy segment of the station is are you guys staying together while he does this? No, because we stick out. I stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Okay, so your mark does not know you're following her, obviously, and she doesn't seem to be paying attention to much of anything except her own comm system. She's on the from the moment the shuttle arrives. This woman is making calls as she walks. She does have an assistant. It's a young man, and he's carrying luggage. You didn't see her with luggage, but he disappeared when you guys got on the station and then showed up again with some luggage, obviously from some sort of luggage compartment on the shuttle that had a, you know, that he collected. He's carrying a great deal of luggage and following this woman, and they hail a cab. Not one of the cheap tick-tick cabs. Those are little automated cabs. This is also automated, but it's a larger one, and she's getting in the cab. What are you doing? Um, I, I, can I get a tick-tick cab and follow, or what? Yes, yes, you can. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Can you please give me a percent die roll? You want to roll low. Okay, let's see if I can do that. Thirteen percent. You did it. You did it. There is a tick tick just waiting there. And basically, you can you can't just say follow that cab, but you can say go straight, turn left, turn right, whatever. Okay. So, okay. And it will do exactly what you say because people often use these things just to tour around. So, and you follow this cab quite easily. Emerges into traffic. It's again, she's not trying to shake you. She doesn't know you're there. She doesn't seem to care. And the cab moves off from the main drag where you are off to a side road and then off to another side road into an area where it's clearly some pretty expensive apartments. These are not motels. These are residences. And she eventually pulls up to one, gets out with her servant, gets all the luggage from the cab, and then goes into one of these buildings. This is a fairly ritzy neighborhood. You even see, not at this building, but down the road a little bit, you see one that actually has a human doorman there. Or an act, well, it looks like a human from a distance anyway. There's a doorman there, and that's very unusual. Okay. I um, Yeah, that's good. I'll, I'll go back to join my friends then. So, and I want to just kind of make note of where, of where, this, where this area is okay. in the station. This whole ride would have cost you a cube. Okie doke. Probably a percentage of a cube, but I'm not going to get into that. So, 
yeah, it's fine. You go back to where you were, but I'm assuming you other guys, you weren't, were you waiting for him the whole time or did you go somewhere else? Does everybody have a way to contact each other? Do you all have some sort of communication device? I would imagine that we would. Yeah, I have a comp. Yeah. Well, you got to buy it if you want one. Oops. They're in the, they're, they're in the equipment list. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, comms are real expensive. Yeah, comms are expensive, but they do more than just communicate. Right. There are they're, they're, there they're are computers. headsets. Headsets are a hundred Q, and a head it's a, it's just basically it's it's like a cell phone without all the bells and whistles. Whereas a a com is essentially a computer that you're carrying with you at all times that you can hack. You can do all the stuff that Eject does. So, okay. Well, I do not have a com, so there you go. So there you go. Okay. If you have the money, you can stop and buy something. Nope. Um, nope. Okay. So I don't know because you guys didn't say where you were meeting. You didn't say what you were doing. What were you guys doing while he was chasing this lady? Apparently waiting for him. Yeah. I was looking for a uh, decent place to stay. Okay. Um, on the net. On the net. Thank you. Okay. You will find by decent. What do you mean by decent? Talk to me about decent. Uh, Decent. Well, you said it was five uh, Q a day or five five Q a, week? Q a day back on jump out, but here it's more expensive. And depending on what it is you want, it can be upwards of eight Q a day if you go the cheap route. I assume you were doing the cheap route the last time. Yeah. Now, would we share room, or I, this is something for the group? Do we yeah. share a room? Or, I, yeah. I think to keep, since we're out of work right now, to keep us. Yeah, I think we'd have to share. We'd want to share. Okay. If you're sharing a room, that's a different story entirely. So it'd be uh, this much. Okay. Collectively, it's going to cost you about eighteen Q for a room, but that includes food and a couple other things, you know, some amenities, you know, like a a continental type breakfast, but they serve it all the time. So that is collectively what it's going to cost you guys. So, okay. Eh, it's still more expensive than it would have been, but it's not as bad as it could, but it's just above a flop house. This is not good, good accommodations and the food is not great, but it'll keep you from dying. So you find that on the net. Doesn't mean you've spent that money yet. I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm a drifter. I can I can exist anywhere. Yeah, you have urban survival. You don't even need that. So you do know that many places have vagrancy laws. Okay. That's a thing that you do know. Whether this place does or not, you haven't looked yet. But you, you know that you've run into that in the past. Some places don't, and they don't care. Some places do. I'd say especially if we're going to try to convince somebody to hire us, we should probably like keep it as clean as we can. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let's get off the street and you know at least pay a little bit. Maybe it'll pay off in the long run. Okay, so you're going to head over to this place? Yeah, I think so. Okay. You do. You get there without incident. It's not too far. You can walk it. It takes about half hour or so, but you can walk it. Walk in the neighborhood. It's it's a very busy place. It is second shift, which would be, oh, afternoonish time. But people are coming and going, coming and going. You do see a lot of ground vehicles going by. And by obviously it's not ground, it's the station, but you see roller vehicles going by carrying, they look like, you know, freight or goods, boxcar type of things, not delivery types that would go to a business, but these are carrying things that uh, that might be like, who knows, you know, um, 
Uh, it'd be like a, I guess, like a tractor trailer type of thing. Many of these are automated. Not all of them are, but many of them are. And uh, traffic is fairly heavy on the main drag. Fairly heavy, and a lot of this sort of stuff is moving back and forth. They seem to be going from one section of the station to another. Possibly there is some industry here that you, you know, as you say, there's a lot of mom and pop stuff. Maybe some of these are going to a moderately sized factories or some kind of manufacturing. Some of it might be just retail goods. You don't know unless you're following something. But there is a lot of traffic, and there does appear to be a lot of commerce. You know, I wonder if it would be worth um, – uh, hold on. Let me get the name right. Oh, Bryn. Just, yeah. Bryn, I wonder if it would be worth putting a uh, an ad out for our company, you know? Like actually instead of seeking, like let's broadcast – on one of those boards. Sure. Does such a thing uh, does such a thing exist? And if so, yes, but let's do it. Oh yeah, you can do it. It does cost money to put up an ad, but you know how much? Um, well, like a queue, just a queue. It's not expensive, yeah. but it's okay. just a queue. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, that way, that way, we're out there. You know, who knows? Sounds like a plan. If somebody's doing that, then go ahead. And I'll, I'm assume I'm not gonna you know have you dictate it. I'm assuming you're putting up something that says that you're capable of doing any kind of odd job that isn't well i don't actually tell me what you're doing what what is it you're putting up i would like to know actually i feel like we would concentrate on our ability to 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 repair systems of all kinds you know like system repairs because that's i think generally where where we could we we could say our skill set lies so like some sort of Maintenance unit, some sort of yeah, yeah, maintenance, exactly, okay. yeah. Freelance maintenance crew, okay. or or yeah. maybe even as like troubleshooters. There you, go. I like that even better. Troubleshooters. All right, that's less double talk. That sounds pretty good. Okay, all right, you put that up, you put that up, and we will see what we see over the course of the evening. So you've gotten to this place, and it's as I say, it's not quite a flea bag, but. Ah, it's like a days in, you know, in some roadside sort of, you know, like not quite in a town, that sort of quality. Yeah, you could stay here. It's not great, but you're doing fine. You're doing okay. And I assume you're going to take the uh, continental breakfast or evening breakfast or whatever it is, the, the free food that they offer you? Oh, yeah. Okay. All righty. So – You've got, and in there. fact, I'll I'll load up my pockets. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you could totally, yeah, <laughs> you could totally do that. Totally do that. Yeah, absolutely. And they give you the hairy eyeball, but nobody says anything. How many space bagels can I fit in my coat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one for each finger. One for each finger. So, yeah, that is not a problem at all. That's not a problem at all. And what that will do is allow you to eat tomorrow if you're frugal with it. And without paying any money for that. So that's pretty good. You are there. It is evening. You have eaten. You have gotten some provisions. You can sleep. You're probably tired, but maybe not. You've been sleeping for light years and light years. All of this happened on the same day. The bad news about being dumped here and getting all the way over here has all happened on the same day. By now, it is third shift, which is evening time, essentially. And... You can choose to do whatever you want to do. You guys want to stretch out? You want to? What do you want to do? I'm gonna crash. I'm tired. Yeah, I say hit the rack and get it fresh in the morning and see if we get any replies to our thing. And if not, maybe scout around. Okay. 
would we know when the if there is a better time to to look for work? I mean, like, would first shift be the the time where everyone's out and about, or is it just all goes full on all the time it around here? It pretty much goes full on all all the time. You essentially have a rush hour in and around shift changes all around the clock, right? So you'll have a rush hour, and shifts are in Star Drifter parlance. Shifts are about eight hours apiece. So you have a shift like a rush hour-ish where everything is busy and frenetic in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the evening. And over and over, over, all day long, all night long, all week long, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so what I want to do while these guys are sleeping is go out onto the street or whatever or into an alley and disassemble a random piece of machinery that I find. Like it, like city, municipal something. I want to disassemble it. How about one of those automated guide things that, you know, a catalog thing that tells you about this? Yeah, yeah. One of those? Yep. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Give me a computer's roll, please. Okay, computers. I have one in that. Seven, so I beat it by four. Okay. You can tell that there is some sort of security software on here that, uh, at least as far as you can tell, that if you open this machine, it will let somebody know that it's been tampered with. That's a that's a software end of things. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I want to go ahead and do that. Okay, you also have a general repair, I believe. I do. You do. Okay, give me that to tear it apart. Okay. Eight. So I beat it by uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, three. Yeah, beat it by three. Good. Okay, there was a a, a minus two on that, but you're able to do it, okay. and. You see that there are connections there that if you sever – like if you just yanked the back of this thing off, it would have sent that message. Right now it doesn't know it's being tampered with. So if you're careful from this point on, you should be able to do what you want to do without it sending any kind of alert. I will be careful. Um, that's a good thought. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and um, Cool. So I, can I – am I able to get information out of this thing now or um... – what do you want? What do you want to know? Kinda, I want to see what kind of. Uh, I want to see who's controlling the information in the city, like where all this data comes from. If I could figure that out. Okay, much of this gets routed into some sort of central database that looks like it's part of the local government, perhaps some sort of commerce system, like a chamber of commerce, perhaps, or something like that. It does not seem like it's going to, say, traffic or the police or something like that. You think this is probably these, – these displays have probably been set up all over the city or – I say city, but all over the station probably to encourage people to go shopping or to use services, that sort of thing. Mm, okay. Mm. Are there parts from this thing that I can salvage oh, for myself? Yeah, probably. If you take – it depends. On what do you What are you looking for? What do you want? Um, because if you uh, if you di- if you essentially if you make it non functional, it will send a signal. So, what is it you want to take from it? Now, if it sends a signal, do I believe that there would be surveillance so that they would know who did this, or how do I feel about that? Do you, or do I need to roll uh, an intelligence roll, please? Okay. Twenty. <laughs> you don't see anything. Cool. Um, yeah, well, I don't really know what I want to salvage. Um, there's a backup battery in case there was a power loss. It is on main power. You know, it's, 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 um, I like that. Yeah. You Let can me grab take, that battery. Yeah. You can take that battery. Take that battery. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird type you haven't seen before, but you know, with a, a 
power. Well, yeah. yeah, with a proper die roll, you could probably make this thing work. And it does look rechargeable and all that. So, yeah, you could take a – it's a power cell of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that and then go back up to the room and go to sleep. Okay, you've got that. And go to sleep. All right. The evening, or third shift, will pass without incident. And it is the morning, and you can get your more bagels and coffee. Done. <laughs> Sounds okay. like a plan. Yeah, man. I could go for that right now. Right now. Okay. Uh, let me see. I gotta roll something. Hold up. I rolled my thing. What are you guys doing? Probably should check our board listing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, check the ad. Yeah. Okay. Of that, of you do have quite a few messages, actually. There are a total of that. I didn't think I'd need that, but I do. There are nine messages there. Of that nine... Eight are spam. <laughs> How many are Nigerian princesses? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of that nine, I just rolled this. There are eight that are clearly spam. <laughs> clearly garbage. And there's one that's... There's only a number, no name. And it says, could you please pass me your qualifications? That's it. That's the only message you've gotten. We'll pass them the qualifications then. What are your qualifications? Do you have this written down somewhere? Well, uh... Essentially, you guys haven't chosen a specialty. You haven't... All, you know, you can say we're troubleshooters. Yeah. It's pretty vague, right? Okay, well, we'll pitch ourselves as... As, yeah... Um, Analysts, system analysts who can who can look at uh, your infrastructure and find vulnerabilities and or weaknesses that you don't even know exist, and be sure and we we can repair them for you. Um, and then we'll put down past jobs that we've had. Myself, it would have been in engineering uh, and I guess computer yep. type things. Mm-hmm. Bryn, I think for would be probably computers, right, Bryn? Yep, and piloting. Yeah. Taj, what kind of experience does Taj have? I mean, I know you're a stationer and that you are good I, at talking. Probably <laughs> say, yeah, like probably more like pen testing type deals, like yeah. the physical pen testing, like trying yeah, to get yeah, yeah. places yeah, yeah. and talk my yeah. way through things. We, yeah. we have it covered. We've got all of the bases covered. We've got your meat space, we've got your, your hardware space, and your software space. <laughs> okay, okay. That that's, uh, sounds pretty good. That does. It's actually that is actually a specialty. So collectively speaking, that that is a specialty all its own. So yeah, you put that stuff down. One thing you guys have never had a job together before. That big job that got canceled. That was your first big gig. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, but you all have had experiences yourself. So you're talking about you know in general all the collective experience you've gotten you know and together we've got you know five thousand years twenty yeah, years yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um so that you put that all down you send it off no reply immediately so what are you doing can we trace where that message came from at all I mean we're, we with the computers roll can we like or or is it really obvious like does it say like does someone have a com unit an actual com unit Bryn? Bryn? Yes. I do. I do too. Okay. Bryn has an opportunity to do that if he wants to try to crack the system. We all know what's involved with that sort of thing. But yes, it can be done right here. You won't be able to do that from that display thing out in the out in the road that you gutted. 
but you can do it with an actual computer. He's got. So would I? Would I know how likely it would be? Well, let me ask you this: Do you want to do that? Let's. Let's. I mean, um, Clatu does, but do you want to do that? You're the one that has the. Device. I think that it might throw out a red flag if I fail it, and it could dry up all of our resources. As someone that uh, is too nosy for their own good, thoughts. I kind of. I, I was thinking that we would have already kind of been told about what happened last night while we were asleep. And, and maybe the gears start turning in my head that, Hey, what if we kind of broke into these and found a vulnerability and tried to sell it to people on the station? Ooh, I like this idea. <laughs> okay. You can do that if you want. Or is that you're agreed? That's what you're doing. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll okay. go with the flow. <clears throat> Well, the entire network, the public network anyway, there are many, many networks that are closed, but their public network is all open to you. What do you want to do? Okay, so since I want to be smart about this, I would probably try to reroute through a few systems, mask my IP address. Space tour? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Well, we're using modern terminology for a future sort of of experience yeah. but let's let's assume that a similar sort of approach is required to some extent right. we, we have no other basis of comparison so let's go with that this will require a die roll and there is a minus three t first off you don't know this system at all so you have that problem going okay. on who's rolling for this bren or tosh oh i am so i had a quick question on on the skills yes you have the skill name, then under there it is the attribute, cert grade, and final score. Yes. So you start with your base attribute, whatever it is, for that skill. Each okay. skill has the, the attribute listed. Okay. Then you add your cert grade to that. And, of course, as your level goes up, that will be more and more. Your If you have a cert grade right now, you add that right now. Okay. So that's intelligence plus one. All right. It's a 12. Okay, you no, roll no. a twelve, no, and no. then no, I was saying roll. that was it was my intelligence plus one, and plus I one. and with the minus three, I did not make it. You did not make it. Okay, what did you roll? Actually, what did you roll? I rolled seventeen. Seventeen minus three is a fourteen. Yes, you didn't miss it by much, so you didn't send up. As far as you know, I mean, you don't know, but as far as you can tell, you didn't trip any kind of alarms or anything like that. You just can't get in. Okay. Todd, you want to try? I can, but mine is not nearly as high as yours. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I can Yeah, I but can, it's a die It's a yeah, die For sure. <laughs> Give it a go. We're doing computers? That's what it was? Yes. Yeah. Because my, my theory is that their security is a bit lax because I broke into a public system and didn't send anything out, so. You said it's minus three? Minus three. Minus three would put me at an 11, and I rolled a seven. You have failed, and you think that you may have set something off. You don't know. In other words, it's possible if they look or if they are actively looking, they'll see that there was an intrusion attempt. Whether or not that's common here, you don't know. But, I mean, if you had some sort of security or secure system in the real world now, You'd be get you'd be having attempts all the time. So whether or not this is going to send off any red flags about you guys, probably not. Probably not. But you don't really know for sure. 
But it's if someone looks, they'll probably see that someone attempted to get in. All right. So I guess I guess that, that business opportunity has passed us by. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the opportunity, maybe not the the business the... model. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you did send off your resume, as it were, and perhaps you'll hear back. So. They, they obviously, since they asked what your qualifications were or what you could do, they were clearly looking for something specific. Whether or not you can fill the, their need, you don't know. So, so by this time, after all that messing around, and I, I assume you two guys were working simultaneously through your own systems, it's probably getting close to what would be noonish for us. I need to roll one other thing here. Absolutely. Okay. Whoever. Put up, uh, you guys put the ad on the board. Whatever number, whoever's comm unit, or it would be um, Bryn or Taj. You get a call. Hello. It's an AI. Hello. I would like to talk to someone about possibly hiring the Dodgers for a job. Would that be possible? You're speaking to me. Thank you. Very kind. I represent a company called Eamon and Associates Combined Services. Would you be available for a meeting? I would. We have a remote call. This would be a remote call meeting with one of the partners of the company in about an hour. Would you be available for this call? I would. Excellent. That is quite agreeable. Thank you so much. Please expect a call in one hour's time. Have a good day. You too. It's a good thing. Yeah, I need me one of them AIs, I think. (laughs) (laughs) You probably could get an AI to do all your phone calls and answering and stuff like that. AIs come in a wide range of intelligences in the Star Drifter universe. This is one of the, I won't even say mid-end, this is on the lower end. They can route calls and they can, you know, give you mindless chit-chat, but you can't have a real conversation with them. Or maybe something more like a, uh, you know how you have those voice disguisers on your phone? Just something that would put up a different image and different voice print. Oh, yeah. We we can assume that you could, like with a comm unit, if you say that's the thing you want to do, we can assume you're doing it. Okay. That's just fine. Yeah, that's just fine. Because you can do that with a regular computer right now. There's no reason why you couldn't do something like that with one of those then. And if And if you haven't established that up until now... With a few minutes' time on an open network, like a public network like this, you could find free software that would be able to handle that just fine. So Okay. I'll yeah. do that for future Okay. Use. So what that will do, do you want a, a realistic version of a human? Because that's possible and it, it's not ex, you know, it's not ex, it doesn't cost extra or whatever, but some people specifically don't want that. They want to have a a clearly non-realistic version of a person there. What do you guys think? I mean, how do we want to portray what we're doing? That I think that's ultimately what it's going to come down to. I'm thinking more along, we'd use it when we're doing something that's a little shady. Yeah, probably, probably realistic is the way I'm leaning. So realistic it is. Okay. It's not you, but it looks like a person, and it will change your voice. They do have voice changers that will change it to that of an AI sounding voice so that it takes out all the ums and errs and all the pauses and all the the normal speaking affectations that we have and make it sound like it was a robot. 
doing it all for you. But this one just changes the tone of your voice. So it sounds like a human voice, but not yours. That works. Okay, that's fine. And it can be you can you can change that on the fly if you want. You 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 know, it's one of these things you download a package and it's got tons of avatars and tons of voices and you can just choose them any way you want. So, um, so if in other words, if you piss somebody off with that face, you're not stuck with it. So, so anything else? Because that actually would have happened long ago. You just hung up the phone. So the call. You guys doing anything? You have an hour. I'll try to I'll try to make myself look respectable. Okay. Yeah, probably not a bad idea for to do the same. Can't get cleaned up. <laughs> Take a shower and stuff. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like a good idea to me. Okay. You do that. And an hour passes. Okay. An hour to the moment, the phone rings again. Or the, uh, the, the comm call comes through. It's the AI again. Hello. Are we ready? We can make a conference call at this time. We're ready. Okay. Now, with a conference call, you can put anybody on the line that's got some sort of communication device. So that Klaatu, that leaves you out, I assume. But Taj, you can get in on this just as easily. Yeah, I'll go ahead and join in. At okay. least to eavesdrop, if nothing else. Okay. Depending on the type of comm that you have chosen, and nobody told me what, they've, what they're using, depending on the type you're using, you may be able to open this up to other people so that it's got a speaker and they can hear it. It might have a holographic display that can pop up the way Ejax wrist comp does. Or if you chose to go with something that was completely innocuous that no one else could see, it might be just retinals and implants and some kind of subdermal communication thing so that nobody knows you have a comm, but no one else can share in it either. So that's an important point right now. What sorts of comms do you have? Mine would be all internal, so I wouldn't be able to share. Okay. But you can network. That is a thing you right. can do. So Yeah. Josh? To be honest, I didn't think about it. Uh, <laughs> so I will say that I've got a risk comp. You've got a risk comp. easier. No problem at all. A risk comp works just fine without retinals and bone implants. That's kind of an auxiliary thing. But you can have that as well if you wish. You could... Just like Ejok, or you can just have, because the Papa, you can do everything with it. I mean, you can do with the Papa Hollow thing, you can do everything with it. So it's up to you. Whichever you want to have, whatever you, again, it doesn't matter what form it takes until you've chosen. And then we have gameplay stuff where it does matter. But from a die roll standpoint, it all works the same way. I mean, I think I, I would at least get the other thing. So it would be a little slicker if I was trying to play it off that I didn't have it. Okay, um, so maybe but, like glasses, you know, like uh, that you yeah. could take on and off, and they would have, you know, um, audio things because the arms are right there by the ears. You'll have speakers that you can hear just fine. They're a little tinny, but they sound fine through through the arms, and the display is on the glasses. No one outside looking at you with those glasses can tell you're looking at anything, but you can see just fine. But the wrist comp also has a pop-up hollow display that other people can look at. It's got a little speaker. they got to lean in to hear it, but it's there. That work? Now, can, can we link to a screen or anything, or are we in that, we're in, we're in that bad of a dive? Well, let's see. That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, you know what? There's a bare space on the wall that's got, like, the, the fading. Like, you know, if you took a picture off... And there's like that space. It looks like there was probably a display there once, but it's not there now. Okay. No space, Chromecast. Yeah, you don't have that. But um, <laughs> you've got 
a pop-up hollow display and an external speaker on his wrist comp, but that's all you've got that can share with everybody. Okay. So we can link and uh, I'll link you in. Okay. No problem. That, that yep. doesn't take a die roll or anything like that. That's easy. Um, that's how they're designed to work. So, do-do-do. And there it is. Okay, you see the AI. It's just this hovering head. And then it goes away. And a guy comes on. He's a guy of about um, middle years. Could be in his 30s. Maybe, yeah, maybe pushing 40. He's got what looks to be uh, dark brown skin, receding hairline. And um, you get the sense right off the bat that he's nervous or seems to be nervous. Uh, hello? Um, who am I speaking to, please? Taj, I'm going to let you take the lead. You guys have the uh, social engineering and all that good stuff. All right. Uh, yeah, my name's Dev. I'm one of the uh, one of the directors of uh, the Dodgers. And just uh, made contact with your AI. I wanted to see what kind of what, what, what you had in mind. Uh, good. Okay. My name is uh, Hiram Skenden. I'm the second assistant VP of liquidations for Eman. And associates. Um, is there anyone else on this? There, there are two of you. Is there anyone else in this room? Yeah, we've got. I've got. Who, who, who am I speaking to? In other words, uh, I, I, I. This is a sensitive operation. I, I just want to know what uh, who's going to be hearing this. Right. Yeah, we have two other people in the room. They're they're also directors for our company, so uh, they're, they're uh, definitely of the uh, utmost reliability. Oh, fine. That's good. That, that, that just, uh, that, 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 that's very good. Okay. Um, I'm calling from our home office right now. I, I'm on Station Maltese. Where are you guys? Uh, we, we do have people on that station if we need to do something uh, immediate. Uh, right now, we do have some operatives on that uh, station. Very good. Very good. Um, one of our uh, subsidiary companies does passenger services on Jump Out. I don't know if, uh, you, if you need that, but... Um, I've been having them monitor incoming travelers to see if a registered independent company arrived. Um, the Dodgers were flagged and forwarded to me. Uh, Eamon and Associates has a, well, a bit of a pest control problem, and I'd, I'd like to hire you to take care of it for us. So, so um, I'm sensing a little bit from, from what's going on. The pest, pest control may be a little bit of a euphemism. Is that correct? Um, let's just say that... Um, there's a there's a situation that needs some handling, and um, I was just wondering if that's the sort of work you guys do. I'm gonna kind of glance over at my compatriots and see kind of what's going on on their faces. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm up for it. Pass control sounds good. Yep. Oh, that's that that's yeah, excellent. Um, 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 I will need you to sign some uh, NDAs uh, just to, to hear the details of this. It is it is a confidential. And uh, um, I'd be willing uh, to pay for passage for you folks, or, or your or your operatives, or your representatives, or whatever, to come in for a meeting. But we we will need a, a bit of a face to face. Tell you what, um, if you are willing to meet me uh, for lunch, I'll pay for lunch, and we can have a meeting over lunch, and we can talk about this thing, get the form signed, and we'll get the details going. Does that sound good to you guys? Sounds good to me. How how sounds good? Far away are we from that lunch? Well, he hasn't told you where yet. He hasn't agreed. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, we we can we can definitely make a business meeting. We we uh we can be in system and meet you by lunchtime. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. Um, okay. Um, well, I will uh, send you the information. Uh, see you in uh, about an hour and a half. 
Sounds good. Thank you. Wait, did we get his Appreciate name? It. Did we get his name? Yes, you did. His, okay. He said his name was Hiram Skenden. Oh, that's right. Yes, okay, thanks. He's second assistant VP of liquidations for Eamon and Associates. Next time, the characters do find a job. But what kind is it? And are they going to live to get paid? I'll see you then. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.